raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. There are people throughout Indianapolis familiar with Dr. Louis Buffetta. He's an author in Link- on LinkedIn. He is one of the 12 doctors you should be following. He's an ER doctor at St. Vincent. Tony Katz, great to be with you. That's how I met him. It wasn't me. It was my wife. We- she was in the ER. And there's uh, Dr. Perfetta. And he saw me sitting next to my wife. He goes, Tony Katz, you should have me on your show. I swear to you, that's a true story. So help me. Uh, as a weird way to start a friendship. But he is a guy unabashed and unafraid. And on Saturday, he will leave his post uh, at Ascension St. Vincent as an ER doctor and fly to Israel to be six miles from the Lebanese border to train Israeli doctors on how to deal with trauma and save some lives along the way. Dr. Louis Profeta joins us uh, right now. You could retire. You're heading off uh, to Israel you know, the war is why, but what was it about specifically what you were seeing that made you say, maybe they need my help? Uh, well, Tony, I mean, I'm a Jew, just like you. I mean, I'm Jewish. Uh, I mean, that's what we do. I mean, it's, I mean, it's Israel, um, and it's the right thing to do. I mean, my, you know, uh, it's the right thing to do. So when you reached out, there was a, a call from Israel about we need we need this assistance, we need this help. And while a lot of doctors, thousands of doctors across the United States signed up, the need is more specific. Uh, as an ER doctor, what are you bringing uh, to Israel to teach these younger doctors there uh, when, you, when you arrive tomorrow? Well, it, I'll tell you, Israel doesn't have the same type of emergency departments that we, that we have. They're a little more subspecialized. So if you go there with a broken ankle, you go to a, the ortho, orthopedic section of the ER. If you go there, pediatric case, you go to the pediatric side. So they're a little more sub-segmented. They're just sort of bringing the American and Canadian version of the emergency department. But as far as mass casualty, I mean, they are heads and tails above us. I mean, that, there's so much to learn there. But so many of the doctors um, that have been in the hospital have been called to the front, have been called uh, in support roles with the military. And that includes a lot of the resident physicians and, um, you know, a lot of your nurses and people that have that play dual roles within the military. So we're, we're sort of backfilling that deficiency of people um, within the department. And you have a lot of young medical students, a lot of young residents that are going to emergency medicine. We're going to try to teach them, you know, chest tubes and how to do cricothyrotomies and, and how to stop bleeding and, you know, bleeding control and getting IV access and doing bedside ultrasound and things like that and, you know, try to help. And then obviously they're going to have a lot of casualties and we're just going to be another another body there to help out. Talking to Dr. Louis Perfetta, ER doctor in Indianapolis, will be heading out to Israel tomorrow uh, to help train doctors and save lives during during this war. 
Um, there will, pe- will be people who te- will tell you, hey, uh, being Jewish is one thing, but going to a war zone is something uh, completely different. As I told you just uh, last night, if I thought broadcasting from Israel would save lives, I would be there. But that doesn't <laughs> seem to be the way uh, that, that it works. What have they told you to expect being six miles from the Lebanese border? Well, I mean, I mean, it's the first job I've ever gone to where I've got a primer on what to do when missiles come in and how to seek shelter in a bunker and how to lay down in a ditch and how to get out of a car to keep the car from exploding next to you. Um, you know, what to, you know, why not to be standing up and the shrap metal can penetrate from, you know, hundreds of yards away. I mean, I've never had to uh, look at uh, a primer to go to Anderson, Indiana or Kokomo or Rushville or anything like that. So, I mean, that's obviously a unique situation. And I mean, that that's the stuff. It's it's that sort of fear of dying. And, you know, you ask why, you know, why me? You know, a lot of doctors have, have, have applied, but, you know, but as I tell, told my sons, and I mean, you know, my boys, my boys are grown up, they're men. Uh, my kids are grown. So um, a lot of our doctors that volunteer out there have, have small kids. So I'm older, you know, my biggest fear is I'm not in shape anymore. I don't think I can run away as fast as I used to be able to. So, well, uh, I don't know, maybe do a burpee today. Just get yourself, <laughs> get yourself ready to go. Yeah. I think, I think maybe it, uh, but it, you know, the, the, the idea of um, older, my kids are grown. It, that's an argument of, I can afford uh, to to do this, um, but one could argue that uh, you're you're still putting yourself into harm's way, and and I think that there are a tremendous number of people throughout Indianapolis, never mind throughout the country, who don't uh, maybe understand the concepts of connection. Describe your view of your connection to Israel. Well. Uh- Again, I mean, you're you're sort of this is sort of drilled in your head from the early times. When you grow up, you know, first and second generation, and you're older like me, where your grandparents or people that you know were in Auschwitz, were in Treblinka and Dachau and and Mauthausen and other concentration camps, and you saw that the state of Israel came out of the ashes of the worst crime in human history. And that has sort of been as part of your psyche, and it's the only safe place now for Jews. I mean, look what's going around, going on in America right now. Tony, I mean, you and I have, have talked about this on college campuses and, and uh, you know, the graffiti, and, and uh, I've never seen anything like this. And it's, it's like nothing that we have ever experienced in our lifetimes. And, you know, Israel is there to protect us. And it, it, we have to keep it. We have to keep it safe. And that, and, and as far as putting people in harm's way, come on, Tony. I mean, the police officers here in Indiana uh, do that. I mean, every person that joins the military does that. This isn't the only situation where somebody like me has put themselves in the harm way for for a greater good. I mean, it's done every day on, in the cities of, of our own town. Doctor Lewis Profeta, uh, heading out uh, tomorrow. Uh, the safest of travels. I look forward to your return. I look forward to sharing your stories of your return. Uh, as soon as you get back, it's about uh, three weeks. And uh, uh, we'll be thinking of you. The Katz family's got you covered, and we've got your family covered. 
And, and I'll be um, listening to eat, drink, and smoke, okay? <laughs> good, good. Share way, that everywhere, because what we need to build to up is the Israeli subscriptions. Having a, having a smoke on occasion, right? And a little sip of bourbon. Oh, don't <laughs> worry. We, we sent the man with many cigars yesterday. <laughs> many cigars are going Absolutely. to Israel right now, Dr. Absolutely. Louis Perfetta. Uh, be safe, young man. I'll catch you when you get back. Will do. Take care. Absolutely. Dr. Louis Perfetta. There are good people in the world, everybody. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.